Hi, I'm Peggy. And I'm Dave. And this is Amped. Hey, Dave, how are you today? I'm great. How are you doing, Peggy? I am doing well. I am doing well. We're in the middle of April, full-blown cherry blossom season, but my allergy pills have finally started working. So life is good in the Chenoweth household. Excellent. I'm so glad to hear that. Yes. So we're all full-on, like, spring-summer mode. I've been making all the kids work outside and and get the yard ready and pick up the sleds that we didn't really get to use and the, you know, snowman crap that never really got on a snowman because we never got huge snows, um, which kind of leads into our podcast for today. Yes, it's a seasonal transition podcast. It is. How about that? So today we're going to talk about lawnmower safety. And um, I thank you for putting this one together Dave, um, I'm really happy to cover this topic. So if before we can start, maybe I can explain what kind of brought this topic to my mind when we were thinking about different ideas on what we could talk about. Please do. All right. So um, we live kind of like at a house in the woods, but we have neighbors. Okay. But they're not like super close by. Um, and we love our house in the woods, but there aren't a lot of kids around. So the big news on our in our little house is that um, we have new neighbors and we saw a big playhouse going up and a trampoline going up, which are both really, really good signs that there are going to be kids there. So yesterday I was out with my four-year-old Timmy and we were playing and we saw a little boy going up and down our road on a bike, which since we've moved in, my kids have been the only ones to ever go up and down our road on the bike because we're the only kids in the neighborhood. Um, so we were very, very excited. So he, you know, jumped out of the tree that he was climbing, got on his little bike and went over. And it turns out that this family has three kids, uh, six, five, and three. So my little Hamlet was like right in the middle of them. And they immediately started playing and running. And it was great. Met the dad. He's really nice. Um, so they were playing in my yard for most of the time. And then they went over to the neighbor's yard to play on their new climbing structure and all of that. So I let Timmy go. And then the dad brought out the lawnmower and started mowing the lawn, which um, I'm, I'm really, I was never very cognizant, Dave, of like lawnmower safety before I became an amputee. Um, it just wasn't something that was really in, in the forethought of my mind. And I I remember as a kid, my dad would, you know, I would ride on the lawnmower with him and it wasn't a big deal. I know a lot of my friends now that have actually become my friends because they lost their 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 appendages as children due to lawnmower accidents. So I met them through the amputee community. So I think it's one of those things that when when you know better, you do better. So the dad's driving around on the lawnmower, um, which made me nervous. And then the dad hops off the lawnmower and the six-year-old hops on the lawnmower and starts driving it. And in the meantime, my child is running around his yard with the six-year-old driving the lawnmower. And I'm having like a private freakout moment because I don't want my kid getting hurt. I didn't want the other kids getting hurt at the same time. I literally just met this guy like a half an hour before so I really don't want to be that mom who goes over and you know points out a big safety issue and then takes my kid home I really don't want to be that mom um oh and I I by no means am a perfect parent I mean you know sometimes I look at my kids and I think that they're part feral 
Um, so I understand wild kids and, and, you know, being a little lackadaisical when it comes to parenting. Um, but it really bothered me and it got me thinking about lawnmower safety. And again, it's one of those things that unless you know better, you don't do better. Um, but I didn't know what to do. So what, what would you have done in that situation, Dave? Oh, if there was a six-year-old kid on a riding mower, I would have been over on the property pulling my kid off the property. Okay. <laughs> I, well, I did. I did end up – so what I ended up doing was I, I had like a little mental thing. I didn't want to make a big deal about it. I guess that's my question is Timmy did end up coming home. What we did was we told him it was time to go get ice cream, which – it wasn't because there's no set ice cream time in our family, but I ended up getting him in the car and we went to Baskin Robbins just to kind of, you know, get away from the situation. Um, but I, I wasn't sure. I mean, would you have said something to the parent or would you have just kind of gotten an excuse and gotten him out? No, I would have gotten my kid out and I would have waited till I knew the parent better before I ever mentioned anything. Right. Or you could have lied and just said that you lost your leg in a lawnmower accident. You see, I, and I thought of that. I did. But then like, you know, everybody it, always, my story always comes out. So I was afraid if I told no, no, him no, that, I then I'd be stuck with that forever. Right. But no, I did. I totally thought of that too. Um, but it, it just, it was one of those situations where I thought, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I've got to get him out of there. How am I going to do that? So ice cream always works. I mean, even when he's playing with buddies, you know, you tell him we're going to go to Baskin Robbins and he'll come running. Um but it was just like, ooh, I don't really want my kid, first of all, outside when the lawnmower's going. Second of all, not when another kid is driving the lawnmower. You know, and I didn't, in all fairness, I, I didn't know if this kid had the blade down or not. Really doesn't matter because he's six years old and he could have run over, you know. No six-year-old should be driving a riding mower. That's just the bottom line. They just don't have the judgment skill anything to do that safely exactly I mean, what happens what happens if the thing you know he gets it sideways on a hill and it just rolls on him well the so the i know that yard and it's got lots of of tree branches and it's got lots of divots and pivots and molehills everywhere and holes in the yard so i know even when scott mows our yard and we've been here for 15 years there are areas where he has to be a little bit slower so there's zero percent chance that that kid knew all of that stuff okay um, wasn't a safe situation, but it really got me thinking, long story short, it got me thinking about lawnmowers. It got me thinking about how I didn't know better before I became an amputee. Um, so it got me thinking about, you know, maybe we could talk about it today. Sure. And so why don't, um, why don't we start, Peggy? I, I can walk through just sort of what's the, what's the scope of the issue here? And the, re the reality is that uh, lawnmowers result in a lot of amputations, um, Nearly 8,500 kids under 18 are treated in the ERs for lawnmower-related injuries every year. 25% uh, of those injuries are to children under the age of six. Um, and common injuries include loss of fingers, hands, toes, and feet. And there's some research showing that between 2006 and 2013, nearly a quarter of all lawnmower injuries resulted in amputation, uh, which is a you know one in four lawnmower injuries is resulting in the loss of some body part. So in this podcast, we really want to discuss uh, how to prevent lawnmower injuries. That's the most important thing. And then um, if you're ever in the situation, God help you. And we hope no one ever is where you, there is a lawnmower injury. What can you do? 
Right. Uh, I mean, the, the statistics are scary. And like I said, I didn't know. I never really thought about lawnmower safety. I mean, I grew up in the 70s and 80s, right? I mean, we didn't really have safety back then. Right. <laughs> um, but now we know better. So um, some of the tips is uh, only children 12 and older should use a push mower. Um, those are the guidelines set out. Those are the ones that, that, you know, the industry really feels has the, the agility and the strength to be able to do that. Uh, we don't have it in the notes, but you should always use closed toed shoes. Don't, don't mow in bare feet. Don't mow in flip flops. Don't even mow in sandals. Uh, they also recommend long pants just, uh, to prevent cuts and injuries and things like that. Um, Going into what I saw yesterday, only 16 and above should use a riding mower. Not six, 16. Think of it like driving a car. Um, I mean, you're, you're operating a motor vehicle, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's a dangerous piece of equipment that deserves to be respected. It's not a toy. It's not the little uh, power wheels that you can drive around the yard. I mean, you can kill people with these things, main people, and it happens every single day. Um, an adult should always, always, always supervise your children when you and your when you using your mower. Keep your kids inside. Um, I know that it's really common to you know pull out the mower when the kids are in the backyard and kind of multitask two things at one time. It's not safe for a lot of reasons. You can't be watching everywhere around you all the time. Um, there's always going to be a blind spot. Kids are quick they run into those blind spots in a moment's notice. When the mower's going, it's loud. You can't really hear your kids as much. Um, and then you just have the issue of flying debris, sticks and stones. I mean, even inside, when we first moved here, my husband was mowing the yard and hit a stone and it cracked our front window, just not cracked, shattered. I mean, there was glass everywhere. It, it was a mess. Um, you know, projectiles happen when you mow. Better safe than sorry. Keep your kids inside. Don't let your kids ride the mower. Um, don't let your kids drive the mower. Um, and just use common sense. Yep. Yep. I'm going to take let you take this one because this one just scares me. Yeah, it was hard to even type this, honestly, as I was doing the research. And this, this actually came from uh, the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons website. But it's kind of all unthinkable. But I, I think, you know, the reality is some of some people in our community may have dealt with it or may have to deal with it. And so we should go through it. So if a digit or a body part is amputated due to a lawnmower accident, what should you do? First is bring that body part to the hospital for possible reattachment. And there are a few things you can do um, to ensure that you maximize the chances of a successful outcome there. The first is wrap it in a clean and damp bandage, seal it in a plastic bag, and then you want to put the plastic bag in a container of water that's mixed with some ice. You do not want to put uh, the body part in ice and freeze it. You just want to keep it cool. So uh, those are the general standards in terms of what to do if, God forbid, this ever happens. And call an ambulance um, and get medical attention as soon as possible. Yes. Ooh. Uh, Dave, that one just, that scares it's, me to no end, which is why when I saw, you know, my little guy running around the yard with that mower out yesterday, my mind just went into overdrive. Yeah, as it should, as it yeah. should. I think that there's, look, 
it's kind it's like a lot of things a lot of dangerous things in life right like your best case scenario is nothing happens your absolute best case scenario is it's not worse afterwards right but when you're dealing with equipment like this you're you know every other scenario is worse than that you know, so i would love i would love to hear from um our amped army on how they think I should handle this in the future. Because this is the guy's like first week here. So obviously he doesn't have an issue with the lawnmower and the kids and that whole thing. Um, when should I say something? How should I say it? Um, or do I, I mean, obviously I'm going to try to teach Timmy when the mower comes out, he just needs to come home. But right. in reality, he's four. Um, I don't think he's going to get it yet. Um, I'm going to do my best, but I don't think he's going to get it yet. I also am a little concerned that it kind of shows judgment overall of the family. I'm trying to not think that way, but, you know, it kind of it makes me concerned. So I need help. So, you know, hit me up on our network, ampedlife.com, and uh, let me know what you would do, what you think I should do, how the best way to handle it, because um, I'd really like to know. Yeah. And – Speaking of the community, Peggy, uh, you shared with me a really cool uh, bit of correspondence that we got from uh, one of our Amped Army members. And so why don't you walk us through that? Because it was really, it was one of the cooler things we've heard, I think. It was, it really made my day. Last week was not my best week. um, And we got this and it was just, it was really, really uplifting. So I'm just going to read it. And it says, hey, Amped. Wanted to let y'all know that we got hitched. I'm an above knee. I'm an above knee and Doug is below knee. A year ago, he came up to me at the grocery store and he asked if I heard of Amped Podcast. I had no idea who he was, but he seemed nice and he explained that the podcast was fantastic. He asked for my email so that he could send me the link. Turns out that that was quite the pickup line. We've been together ever since and we got married today. We think you're both awesome. Isn't that cool? Just changing lives left and right. <laughs> Amp podcast. It's the it's the it's the little known pickup line source for. That's a brilliant pickup line, though. For I single really, amputees. Absolutely. I mean, you want to strike up a conversation? Hey, have you heard of Amped? And see, love might be in the air. So, anyway, congratulations to Lindsay and Doug. We're very very happy for you, um, and thank you for for letting us know and including us in your story. Yeah, really awesome. And it was a lot of fun to hear that and to see the picture. And so, uh, yeah, we were, we were thrilled. I think that's the first time, Peggy, we can say, Hey, we, uh, we're responsible for people getting married. I know. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> very, very excited. So made me squeal and a happy squeal. So congratulations to you both. And again, thank you very much for, for letting us know because, and Dave and I have both spoken about this that, you know, we invest a lot of ourselves into Amped and the podcast and the website and the community. And sometimes it feels like we're putting things out into a vacuum. And it's really, really nice when we hear responses back and let us know that that it is being received. So yeah. thank you. Feedback is always good. Absolutely. All right, Peggy. Well, listen, thanks for flagging this. It's a difficult topic, the, the issue of lawnmower safety. It's 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 a little unnerving and scary and gruesome potentially, but really important. We're getting into that time of year and let's make sure that to the extent we can, we prevent anyone from having to go through this kind of horrific experience with either themselves or a family member. Absolutely. Thanks for letting me talk about it, Dave. Sure. 
We'll talk soon. All right. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.